Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. Later this month, a festival in Stony Batter in Dublin will feature a pickle eating contest. The winner will be judged not just on how many pickles they can stuff in, but if they can handle the increasing sourness of each one. To give us an idea of what challenges they may face, we're joined by Dervla Reynolds, a fermentation expert and the author of The Cultured Club. Afternoon, Dervla. Good afternoon, Tom. Now, like, part of the reason why we're talking to you is they're having this pickle-eating contest in, in Stony Batter, and, and it seems to be as if the, the, the sour it gets, that's what they're testing. How sour can you make something when you're pickling Cool. You can get very sour. <laughs> the longer you leave something to ferment, the sour it will get. Right, OK. And do people do that? You know, why would you if you can't eat it? I guess intentionally, no. <laughs> that wouldn't be the plan. Although sour seems to be a taste that people want to explore and, you know, push there's sour sweets that kids tend to go for. And um, But yeah, sa- sour is a flavour which um, has its place, maybe just not on its own. <laughs> yes. Now, uh, now, how many different sorts of pickles are there? Well... Pickling is pickling has kind of taken over from fermentation, where fermentation was an old tradition to, you know, preserve something. Pickling has kind of taken over that place on the shelf. So you'd have very um, mild pickles, you know, where you've used a mild vinegar, for example. Um, and sometimes a lot of sugar is added to that, so it becomes, I suppose, a pleasant thing. And they would be very short ferments, so they're not they're not kind of um getting too sour at all and then you have got as, as they kind of change the, the strength of the vinegar can change so that's obviously going to get quite sour um, and then you've got little you've little small kind of French pickles you've got big massive you know fat cucumber gherkiny type pickles so there's for one little genre there's quite a lot of variety and of course here we're just talking about cucumbers there's you know people pickle all kinds of vegetables so it's quite a it's quite a broad topic yeah i suppose yeah yeah there would be a variety of kind of vegetables you can pickle when you pickle something then how long can you you know what's the optimum or is there an optimum time to leave it there before it becomes too sour to be inedible yeah essentially when it's pickled traditionally when it's fermented the idea is it will be preserved for a length of time but you know something that's fermented uh, it's changing the kind of sour level is changing the ones that you would find on the shelf though they've, they've kind of been created to be shelf stable so once they go into the jar at that sort of level of sourness they don't really change you know they stay at that that level so I guess if you're looking at a traditional pickle the longer it's left <laughs> the more sour it's going to get and that could be anything up to, you know, six months later. I'm sure there's pickles that have been unearthed years later and mm. they're hard hard to get. Yes. <laughs> they're hard to get your your taste buds around. And what's the difference between fermentation and pickling then? I guess the main difference is fermentation is using just a salty brine. So the salt basically will stop anything bad growing, but it allows for the beneficial bacteria, these kind of really great lactobacillus bacteria that we talk about. And that process creates its own acid. It creates its own lactic acid. And that's the sour taste that, you know, is most associated with the pickle. However, 
pickling as we know it now is more vinegar based. So you're using um, not not even a, a live vinegar. You know the way you get apple cider vinegar with the mother. Mm. You're using like a, a vinegar that's been stabilized, so it's not. Um, it's just an acid basically, and the the cucumber or whatever vegetable is will go into that, and then it will just kind of stay at that. At that taste. So the main difference is one is alive and one is continuing to change and the flavors changing and the consistency of the, the vegetables changing. And the other one is very much stable. Yeah. Where, where you put it in the jar, that's, that's where it's going to stay. And, and would you use a specific sort of vinegar or can, can it be like vinegar you get in the supermarket kind of thing? Yeah, I reckon most of the most of the pickles that you know are easy access, easy to buy, are are pickles with a white wine vinegar or an apple cider vinegar that has been pasteurized. So when it's been pasteurized, it just it just stays as as it is. So that's yeah, that's probably the main pickle that you you would get. But then if you sort of look at you know we've so many um, shops now with different cuisines and it like it. Uh, a Polish shop, for example, would would have a cucumber pickled in there that is pickled in salt, salty, like a brine. So it's it's alive. It's more. It's definitely going to develop a more sour taste. Yeah, and than the w- vinegary taste. And Dervla, what kind of things would you typically pickle? I'm I'm viewing your house now full of jars of things. Uh, <laughs> you'd be right. I've been known to pickle everything. <laughs> Or ferment everything, and I will admit that the only thing that doesn't taste good and doesn't work is the head of broccoli. Don't okay. do that; they're not good. <laughs> the stalks fine, but the heads no. Um, so yeah, I would use the traditional fermentation technique, and and mostly because you know they're not. I know for me, they're not going to sit around for a long time. They're going to be eaten, and you know I'm not going to kind of two years later expect them to still be in the cupboard and okay. Um, so I would tend to use the traditional pickling fermentation technique over the you know the vinegar technique that's more common. But it's kind of quite fascinating with the pickling competition because you know you've so many choices, you've so many different types of pickles to choose from that I imagine they're going to start out quite sweet and lovely and crunchy and fine, and then they're just going to progress progressively get more sour yeah, and that, more difficult to eat. Yeah. I, I think until they reach the point where, you know, tears are coming out of people's eyes yes. uh, when they're trying yes. to eat this stuff. Can you can yeah, you um, can you pickle or ferment meat or, or anything like that? Or is it just all vegetables? Yeah, I mean you can. It's more difficult to pickle a, a protein, but um vinegars actually uh, and these live liquids would be used to tenderize meat an awful lot, you know, because what they're doing is helping break down the product. Um, so, yeah, you can indeed. And then, you know, one of the one of the big ferments that we use quite a lot and well, I don't know if by our culinary cuisine, but it's used around the world a lot is fish sauce. Mm. And that's a ferment. So they've, they've fermented fish to kind of help break down all of that protein to then give you that really unique pungent <laughs> Um, ingredient that's used alongside many other things. So, you know, the fascinating thing about pickles and ferments, they are they are flavor. They're a very important flavor, especially when you add them in to all the different elements of a plate, you know, like the sweet and the and the sour and the salty, like that that's a wonderful combo. Um it's challenging to be just sour on its own. Mm. It's, <laughs> that's where it gets difficult. 
Dervla, thanks a for talking to us today. Dervla Reynolds is a fermentation expert and author of The Cultured Club. Dervla, thank you very much. Thanks so much, son. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. with Anna Glaze on News Talk.